Hashem, we're going to try and continue living with the times. And what that means for us is also taking the narrative of the Torah, sometimes out of its historical context of simple meaning or even homiletical meaning, and applying it to our own lived experiences. As our tzaddikim tell us that every aspect of the Torah, every event, every personality, every place exists within the self as well. And coming off of Parshas Yisro, coming off of a week of revelation, coming off of a week of transcendence being revealed and annihilating limitation, we have to question what happens within the self. And so let's look at what a revelatory experience within the self may look like, and then we'll continue to descend down deep into this week's teachings of Parshas Mishpatim. Generally speaking, a revelatory experience is where that which was blocking me, something that remained stuck in its place, something that was concealing that which existed beyond the limits of my mind, is torn asunder, there is a breakthrough, and the light or the metaphor for whatever expression of calmness descends down into our lives in a moment of revelation. What we expected is shown to not be the fundamental restriction in our life, but rather there are possibilities beyond what we are typically convinced of. In a moment of revelation, in a moment of Harsinai, when our higher power reveals itself with such absolute certainty rooted in faith and a faith rooted in certainty, that there are no longer any questions. That which appeared to be blocking me is turned into a smooth path, and that which appears to be hurting me is transformed into an opportunity for self-overcoming. And one would expect like any exciting transcendental moment of revelation where the infinite kisses the finite or where the limitation gives way to the limitless, we would expect there to be a follow-up of excitement, a follow-up of some romantic expression of unity, trying to keep myself above the ground. Revelation is the opening of the sky. It's the possibility of a horizontal relationship that is turned vertical, where I can now connect myself, where I can now root myself above what I typically assumed was possible. And we would expect ourselves to try and keep ourselves in the heights, to keep ourselves floating. But what we find in the Torah is the very opposite. As a response, as a follow-up to the revelatory experience of light breaking through and revealing itself, of understanding the secret of angelic experience of the action prior to the understanding, what we find ourselves thrown into is the cold, hard details and the minutia of law, the mishpatim, the laws and the regulations that dictate day-to-day mundane experience. And now the question here is not about the validity or the necessity of laws. These are fundamental to human experience, especially in the work of the psyche moving through its boundaries. We need to learn the art of limitation. We need to learn the art of delayed gratification. We need to learn the art of setting boundaries for ourselves and the pleasures of self-overcoming. The law in question is not the question. 
The question is, why follow the moment of transcendence with a deep dive right down into the abysmal depths of day-to-day experience? Wouldn't it have been more reasonable to respond to the romance of a Harsinai experience, to respond to the hopefulness of a Harsinai experience with something like in kind, with something exciting, with something big, with something expansive? But suddenly we find ourselves stuck in the very opposite of expansivity. We find ourselves stuck in limitation. We find ourselves stuck in constriction and the laws that dictate daily human experience. And I believe that the answer is simple, that the danger inherent in any flight of fancy through spirituality away from this worldly experience runs the risk of keeping a person removed from this world. As if the goal of spirituality, as if the goal of revelation, as if the goal of calmness is to extricate me from my own human conditions and to place me in some angelic space where the human experience is no longer vital within me. And theoretically, it would make sense to perceive a heavenly experience higher than this earthly one, because this earthly experience comes along with difficulty. It comes along with temptation. It comes along with that battle. It comes along with the doubt and the forlornness and the joys and the ups and the downs and the running and the returning and the bifurcation of experience from the top down to the bottom and from the bottom down to the top. And so a person would assume that, yes, it's reasonable to stay up in the flights of fancy. But what the Torah is teaching us is that spiritual flights of fancy are fundamental. Moments of revelation are fundamental. Moments of beholding my higher power, of beholding my power that exists within my powerlessness. Those moments are essential to the movement forward. They are essential to the spiritual path but they are not functional in and of themselves. The purpose of the ascent upwards is so that we can draw it back downwards even deeper. The goal is not to stop being human, but rather the goal is to be even more human than we were beforehand. Every act of revelation, every moment of revelation, every opening, every state of clarification, every expression of light, Every hopeful moment is there for the singular purpose of drawing that light back down and forcing it into the confines of this worldly experience and ever so slowly refining what it means to be a human being day after day, moment after moment, step after step, point after point. Yes, it would be easier, it would be more pleasant, it would be more enjoyable, it would be more ecstatic and more transcendentally binding to remain rooted in the heavens, in the states of ecstasy that free me from the confines of this worldly experience of my human nature at its core. But what the Torah is teaching us is that the purpose of revelation is to draw it down into the detail. Or as the book title goes, that after the ecstasy, the laundry that a person has to remember that the flights of recognition, that which reveals big things to me, is so that I can then descend descend into the small things of my life with a perspective of bigness. It's not to get rid of the small. The small cannot be gotten rid of. We've tried and we've failed and we've tried and we've failed to break free of the human conditionality only to come face to face with the deepest truth of it all, that to be human is not the prevention, but rather the very point of the entire thing. 
the goal of the Torah, the goal of revelation is not to leave this world and ascend into the heavens. The goal of the Torah is to help us ascend into the heavens so that we can return back down into this world. And so when we experience initial bursts of enthusiasm or spiritual bliss or joy, what we have to remember is that the down will come and it is supposed to come. The down is not a contradiction to the ascent, but rather it is the culmination of the ascent. It is what proves the value of the ascent because it is all too easy to take natural flights of fancy, naturally or unnaturally, into places of spiritual bliss, of psychological unity, and a state of oceanic oneness. But in truth, that's not the place where God wants us. That's not the place where we manifest ourselves to our fullest. We show our true strength when we encounter the limitations in our lives, when we encounter the mishpatim of day-to-day -day life. And the secret of spirituality is once again to refine what it means to be human, to be more human, to lean in to the details, to lean in into the minimizations and to fill them with the light of expansivity. Not to get rid of the smallness, but to expand the smallness within itself so that we can learn slowly but surely the extraordinary light of ordinary experience. Thank you for joining the Possibly Speaking family. Possibly Speaking is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehila Nasanian. And our music is by Zushio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org, and feel free to email us and Rev Joey at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org, or private message us on Instagram or Facebook at The Light Revealed. Thanks for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways. Da, 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 da